Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light now in the time of this mortal life in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. What an honor it is for me to preach at St. Francis on this first Sunday of Advent. And I want to thank my friend Stuart Bates for the invitation. And I thank him as well for being a light bearer unto me this past year. I'll have a little more to say about that. I'm going to speak of three things during this sermon. First, about darkness and light. Secondly, about the language of faith. And thirdly, each of us, the call to each of us to be bearers of light to each other. Indeed, I did begin begin by quoting a a part of the Advent prayer which speaks to us of darkness and light. In that that beautiful prayer, that very meaningful prayer, the essence of the Advent season is captured and our hearts are stirred. Today is the beginning of a new year in our church yearly cycle. That long season of Pentecost has finally come to an end, and the cycle of the church year begins today, and we begin to hear about and learn about the story, the incredible story of who we are and what we are and whose we are. The word Advent, that word itself means that that something is coming. And the promise of Advent is that what is coming is, this might seem a little strange, but what is coming is an invasion. An invasion of holiness. Can you imagine that? Just wrap your arms around that for a minute, the invasion of holiness. And let me put that into some context, if I may, as you in your mind and heart fast forward from today until Christmas Day itself. In that region around Bethlehem, there were shepherds living in the field. They were keeping watch over their flocks by night. And suddenly, suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared before them. The glory of the Lord shone round about them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news. The best news ever given of great joy for you, for all the people. 
For to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. And then suddenly there was with the angel a multitude. This is the invasion, a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. That's the invasion of which I speak. Can you imagine God's holiness coming into this world? But let's be a little more precise than that. Imagine God's very own holiness coming into you, into each of our lives. And so what is coming into this world, says the season of Advent, is the light, the very presence, the holiness of Jesus, our Savior, the Son of God. That is the, that is the wonderful comfort of the season of Advent. But the challenge of the season of Advent is that it has not yet come, not fully, not again. And so we have only the, the hope for it, the longing for it. And in the meantime, in the meantime, we are left pretty much in the dark. And the dark, God knows, is in us. Let us cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light. Each of us. Each of us have learned about living in darkness these last eight or nine months in varying degrees, in different ways, isolation, fear, depression, loneliness, loss of loved ones, loss of jobs, great anxiety about this or that. Therefore, we each hope and we watch, we pray for God's holiness to heal us, to liberate us from the darkness that surrounds us. Indeed, cast away the works of darkness, that Advent prayer says, and put upon us the armor of light more so than ever, I believe, this year, that's become our prayer. Faith is the conviction of things not seen, says the epistle to the Hebrews. Faith, therefore, is what we live by in the darkness. Faith is what we live by in the darkness. Faith is the way we have of seeing in the darkness. But, and this is my second point, the language, the language which faith uses itself can be dark and full of shadows. The language of faith is, is full of poetry and symbolism like the collect for this Sunday with its armor of light, 
are like Isaiah proclaiming that time when the wolf will dwell with the lamb, the calf and the lion and the fatling together with with a little child leading them. That's the language of faith and we live in constant danger with an ongoing temptation either to dismiss this language of faith as mere fairy tale, as something that C.S. Lewis might write in the Chronicles of Narnia, or to become so caught up with its power to enchant us with its beauty that we miss the point. And there is a very significant point to the language of faith. The point of the language of faith is to point us to ourselves, to turn us inward and honestly take stock of who we are and who we aren't, and in doing so shows us painfully that we are quite often the wolves and the lambs who even after all this time have not learned together, learned to dwell together in peace. And so much of the time, we are the people who walk in darkness as to one degree or another, people have always walked in the darkness. Most of the time, we try to live as though this were not true. We live blind to our own best interests, let alone to the best interest of others. That's the darkness of it all. And that is the darkness we pray to be cast off from. Ah. But we have also prayed, put upon us the armor of light. The season of Advent reminds us that it's between the fact of darkness on the one hand that we all know so well, and the hope of light on the other, between the fact and the hope that we live our lives. That's where we live. So I have an Advent question for you. The season of Advent is a perfect time, a wonderful time to do exactly what I'm going to urge each of you to do, including myself. And this is my third point. What, if anything, have you done to battle against the great darkness of things? As parents, as children of our own parents, as wives and husbands, as grandparents, sisters and brothers, as friends, what other human being have you sacrificed something of yourself for to help and to heal, to bring light into another person's life, to be a bearer of light, into the life of someone else. When we talk about 
having the light of Christ being put upon us, then we are called to be light bearers, to bring light into this world and into other people's lives. I called Father Bates Thanksgiving morning about nine o'clock a year ago to tell him of my wife's, Jane's, sudden and unexpected death the evening before. Since then, my wonderful friend has kept me close by phone, text, in person. We've had many lunches together. The homily he gave at Jane's memorial service was inspired. He's been a light bearer to me, even in the midst of his own grief. If you can believe it, he even called this Thanksgiving, he called this Thanksgiving just a few days ago, at the same time I had called him a year ago Thanksgiving, just to check and make sure I was doing okay. That's what each of us are called to be to each other. Indeed, at this time of a quote-unquote normal year, we all have memories and longings, losses and hopes. And these always, between now and Christmas, have a profound effect on every one of us. In this pandemic time, my guess is, is that such currents might become rapids and riptides. So pay attention, says the season of Advent. Stay awake, says the season of Advent. Be ready to receive or to offer a loving, caring, helping hand as Father Bates and many others have done for me. Our call, our call is to be light bearers. Amen.